It's time to place your bets. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and it's time to pick some games for week 10. It's the wagering show, courtesy of the Line Star app, the greatest DFS tool site in the history of the universe. Go there, get it, upgrade to that premium product, keep us all employed. Like, it's 2020. Go there, it, you, you waited all this time, it's week 10, what are you waiting for already? You've been listening to the podcast. You've been you've been hanging out with me and Boggs. Come on, join the party with us. Get that Line Star app today. Get it on the phone. I'm telling you, if you're playing DFS now, maybe some of your season long leagues are not going your way. I can understand. It's been a tough year for injuries. This is a time to kind of transfer some of that over into some of the waging wagering into obviously some of the DFS shares, and maybe you can make up some ground here. There's still plenty of time left in the NFL season. Uh, Boggs. Uh, we've got a fun group of games this week in week 10. We've got some returns. We got some guys who are missing again. But uh, basically, I think we're actually kicking things off here on Thursday night, actually, with a, with a fun contest. And now we've got uh, some really good games here to pick this weekend. So are you ready for some football? Let's dive right in, Joey. Let's go. Oh, I love it. I want to dive straight. By the way, are you a, are you a diving board guy? Are you a guy that likes to... Are you a oh, guy yeah. who jumps in the pool or are you like to have to get in slowly and like, no. and like get, get the water temperature and your body temperature all together? Are you kidding me? No, no, no. I used to do landscaping in Arizona. So uh, and we have a pool. So when I would come home or a lot of it was just at home landscaping, uh, I would dive right into that pool with my clothes on and everything didn't matter. Uh, I, I just whatever cools me down the fastest. That's what I'm there you go. So I, I, diving board, I, no diving board, whatever. Just dump right. Jump right in. You know, when I was younger, I would I would not just jump right in. You know what? I, I would be one of the people I'm going to go down the stairs of the thing. Now I'm old. Now I just go. I feel yeah. like you, you jump into the diving board. You feel much better. And all of this is making me long for the summer. And it's cold here because I live in New Jersey <laughs> and you're in Arizona. So this is a terrible, terrible. It's discussion. cold here too. It's like it's cold. Oh my God, it's like four degrees. Yeah, exactly. Cold. Yeah. My you cold. <laughs> you, you know what cold is my friend. You know, right. there was a week here a couple of years ago where it didn't get above zero, uh, you know, and how I'll many live times in- did it hit one eighteen out there? Uh, well, you know, not, not any time. So, yeah. but yeah, but that's another thing too. all the people with the extreme weather who live in that, like you're it's 118 all the time, or like the people live in Minnesota where it's snowing in July. I, I say to them, you don't have to live here. You can move. You yeah. don't have to take this climate. You don't have to deal with this. I like the seasons. I like the seasons. Yeah. And also the heat is like, the heat is bearable. Just stay inside and don't go outside. You know, it's uh it's too hot to be out there when it's that hot anyway. And I know it gets hot enough in New York and New Jersey and back East to not want yeah, to go outside. Too. Like, it's just, just different. Crazy. Yeah. It's overwhelming. And, and that's the thing is, you know, uh, when it gets hot there, it does, it gets hot and it's miserable. But when the sun goes down, you're okay. That's not the case here. When the sun goes down, it goes from 118 to 102. It's not like you can open the window, <laughs> you know? So uh, it's, it's, it's just brutally hot. For four straight months. Here. This has been a we real, did, yeah. 
Well, look, we're spinning. more focused on weather now. The, 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 That's uh, right. That, that It's the time. You know, look, there's not a ton of crazy weather uh, this week. There is some wind going on in the Jacksonville and Green Bay game. Uh, it's supposed nice to be. Nice transition. Uh, that was very smooth, by the way. Uh, very, 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 very nice. 26 miles per hour in that game. Uh, then let's see any other games. Uh, 23 miles an hour. You've been listening to the Free Snap Podcast Cleveland. weekly so, wagering show, you know, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a, a friend, bit. and stay uh, tuned for the next episode from Joe Pizapia really and Scott Bogman. You know, like we we're getting that 40-50 mile an hour wins uh, in that 16 to six Vegas and and uh, Cleveland game in Cleveland, obviously. Uh, but uh, nothing to that extreme so far, but. When we recorded this show for that game, the winds were supposed to be 22 to 24 miles an hour. So mm-hmm. make sure you're paying attention uh, to the weather and all that stuff before you. Well, speaking of Cleveland, let's start with Cleveland and whatever weather's happening there. Regardless, they're going to have to weather the Houston Texans. Cleveland is three and a half point favorites. The number is 49 and a half. I will kick things off here. Give me Cleveland. I think Cleveland will win this game. The Houston defense is just so bad. Uh, it would not shock me if Houston won this game, though, it, just because of what Baker Mayfield had to go through this past week, not being on the field the entire time. But, you know, regardless, I, I think He's, he was back, back on Wednesday. He He's got enough day. But but even so, you got Chubb coming back in this game against the Houston Texans defense, which is absolutely terrible. Terrible. You're going to have him. You're going to have Hunt. You're gonna have all hands on deck here, and um, look, I'm gonna take Cleveland. I'll take Cleveland to uh, to cover the three and a half too, and uh, I'm gonna take the over in this one. So I think you and I are in lockstep here. Yeah, I'm Cleveland and Cleveland and and the over as well. Uh, I, I think this one, I, I like Houston, and they have been playing much better football ever since Bill O'Brien's been gone. I think that was kind of a weight lifted off of a lot of players' shoulders, and I I think Cleveland has probably played over their head here, but that Houston D is banged up. So I think this is an easy over um, as long as that wind doesn't get crazy, like we mentioned. And uh, this is Cleveland for me. I like Houston, but I don't think they get it done this week on the road. Now we've got Philly at the Giants here and another great NFC East matchup here, right? We go, oh, another great NFC East game. Eagles are favored <laughs> by three and a half. 44 and a half is the number. Boggs, why don't you start us off with this one? Do you know that the Eagles still have a better chance to win their division at three, four, and one than the Steelers do at eight? No. Oh, God, that's stunning. Isn't that <laughs> terrible? Yeah, yeah, that's, but that's the way it goes. That's life. Uh, look, you have mentioned so many times about how uh, the Giants, all they do is cover. All they yeah. do is cover. And, and I absolutely agree with that. They've been playing some. Uh, you know, a good enough football recently. I wouldn't call it good. I definitely wouldn't call it great. I I would say they've been playing good enough. But I think Philly is more healthy now. You know, we're getting Jalen Rager back for a second week. Uh, they, uh, Travis Fulgham is coming to his own. They get Miles Sanders back this week as well. So I, I just, there's no way I can take the Giants. They they're not good. Uh, they've been playing better. They've been playing inspired. And I like that for Joe Judge and the future of the Giants. But for this year, I think Philly's going to have too much. So I'm going to take them in this game over under. I don't know where to go with this one. I'm going to take the under just because Philly's, uh, Philly's offense can turn the ball over and the Giants don't play good offense. So I'm going to take the under in this game. But this is easy Philly for me. Every smart person I know is taking Philly on all sides of this game. And and it's it's you, 
It's Benny Ricciardi. It's all the smart people that I work with. Therefore, I'm going to take the Giants. I'm going to be the stupid guy. (laughs) Philly's going to win the game. Philly will find a way to win because the Giants give up games. But you know what? I'm going to go with the Giants here to cover. I'm going to stay with the trend, even though maybe it's time to get off the trend. And yeah, the Eagles are getting healthy and Goddard and and Sanders and all that stuff. Uh, I will take the over in this game too, because sloppiness sometimes leads to points. And uh, have we learned nothing yet this year? Tampa Bay at Carolina. Tampa's five point favorites after getting shellacked at home. Uh, 50 and a half is the number. Look, I'll say this. Tampa definitely is going to come out ready to win this game for sure. Uh, if they had Christian McCaffrey, I'd feel a little bit different about this five, but I think they're going to carry it. I think they win this game by a touchdown. If this were six or six and a half, I might get a little worried, but the five is actually a good number in my opinion. I'll take Tampa and Tampa, and I will take the over in this game too, because I think Carolina is still capable in garbage time, at least putting up some points there. Teddy B has uh, played very well, and I think Joe Brady's done a great job of calling plays there this year. So what's your take here on the Tampa Bay game? I'm a little waffly. I mean, I do think Tampa Bay. I love waffles. I love uh, waffles with chicken. I love waffles waffles. with ice cream. I just love waffles. Like, I'll Uh, waffle all day. Give me some waffles. See if uh, waffles uh, are good at any time. The only time we don't have waffles much is at lunchtime. But then again, like, I guess chicken and waffles, you can have at lunch. Yeah, like you couldn't. Come on. You could have waffles Waffles at any point. I love waffles. If you don't like waffles, I question you as a a human. Well, you're going to love me in this game then because I'm definitely waffling on who to take against the spread uh it's already dropped a little bit a lot of money going towards carolina i know in this game because they're scrappy and they play tough you know you you mentioned this they have a different a swagger on top of their swagger this year and matt rule's been doing a great job with that team but i'm gonna take an angry tom brady narrative here uh got embarrassed on national tv last week i think they're gonna put up points (laughs) on points on points on points and i think they they might be able to to get most of this over themselves. So give me Tampa Bay. Give me the over. Yeah, I could, I could see that too. All right. Washington at Detroit. This is always hard. You know, these kind of games are always difficult. Four and a half on the Detroit side right now. Um, I, Boggs, you get to go first on this one. Okay. This guy, I mean, I, I would, I would happily go first on this <laughs> one, but you get to go first. All right. So he, here's what no I see. Yeah. We have no number in this game. And I think it's because Matt Stafford has to pass concussion protocol. Uh, you know, uh, it, for his, uh, as it was described by, I think one of the Lions beat writers, a brain injury, which is a concussion, which is technically a brain injury, but we, we call them concussions. So, uh, and, uh, he has to pass concussion protocol in this game. That's why the lines off. I'm going to take Washington on the road in this game. Washington's not good, but Detroit hasn't been playing well either. So I'm not, I'm not going to buy in on this team. I don't think Patricia is a very good coach. I think Ron Rivera uh, should be able to have his guys do enough, even though it's not Kyle Allen and it's Alex Smith. Uh, give me Washington in this uh, straight up and against the spread. That's my pause. And my pause is, is the, is the downgrade at quarterback to Alex Smith here for not, not that Kyle Allen is super, but I mean, I'll go take Detroit to win this game. I will take Washington to cover though. This is just not a game where I think, you know, this is a by a field goal. The four and a half right now is too big of a number, in my opinion. I just don't think that's uh, smart. Um, Jacksonville at Green Bay. Everybody knows how I feel about this, but I think this is going to be a blowout. I think Green Bay is just in a whole other class than the Jacksonville Jaguars. The weather is going to be an issue potentially in this game, too. 50 and a half is the number. Give me Green Bay for sure in this game. And uh, I got to tell you, I think defense, I, I'm a little worried about Jacksonville scoring points in this game. I am. I really am. You know, you got a rookie quarterback on the road making his second start. 
I would run away from this 15 and a half because this feels right there for me. Like you know, Jacksonville's really got to keep up pace a little bit to get to this over. I will say under, but I'm I'm not happy about it. Like <laughs> I would take Green Bay. I actually think they're going to win this by two touchdowns easily. I think the 12 and a half is actually pretty good, but I am not confident in the 50 and a half. I got to be honest with you. I think this is too good of a number, therefore run away from it. But for the sake of us being men on the show, picking every single game that we possibly can, that's where I'd go. How about you, Boggs? Uh, yeah, even though we're manly men, I would pull my skirt up and run from this game. I don't want to bet this one <laughs> either way. Uh, I've I've been eaten alive by these big numbers uh, and laying them uh, recently. So I, I'm going to, and I think my willingness to do so is because I talk a lot of college football, and most lines are double digits in college football. A lot of lines are double digits. So, uh, but in this one. I, I'm gonna t- Green Bay is going to win this game. I don't think there's a question about that. I am going to take Jacksonville because I've gotten beat up on these lines. But like I said, I would not bet this game. And the the thing that you hate about this game in taking the under, that's actually what I'm most convinced is going to be right in this huh. game is well, the that's under interesting. because of the weather and because of the potential for Green Bay to get up early. And if Jacksonville is having problems scoring. I mean, Green Bay is going to run the ball a ton and run that clock out. So uh, it's like 30 to 13 for me. Something. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. I mean, I I could see it being a 28 to three, something like that. But uh, I'm going to take Jacksonville. I'm going to take Jacksonville because of uh, this big number. And I've been getting beat on those and I'm going to take the under. One. All right, Buffalo at Arizona. This is a fun one. Arizona's two point favorites. This I, I I want Arizona to win this game. I'm rooting for Arizona to win this game, but I am not going to bet with my heart here. So, um, <laughs> uh, Boggs, why don't you start us off? Because I think you like the Arizona side of this one. I do. I'm going to take the Cardinals both against the spread and straight up, and give me the over. Look, Buffalo's defense. It's better against the pass, but. Uh, I, Kyler Murray has proven he can run Kenyon Drake, uh, has a chance to be back. It looks like he, he probably will be back as it stands right now, but even if it's him or chase Edmonds or combined, they're going to be able to run against this bills defense and the bills. They played good last week, but the four games I would reference the four games before last week, they were not playing at their peak. So hopefully they don't revert back to that and we get a nice close game with a big, big over. That's what we're hoping for. We want a lot of fantasy production in this one. Uh, so I'll take the Cardinals and I'll take the over because I don't trust the Bills. I don't trust the Bills either, but I'm going to take them in this game. Uh, they play more defense, I think, or they're capable of it than Arizona is right now. And uh, Arizona's defenses look good, but they've looked good against some suspect offenses right now. I wouldn't th- even say they've looked good. Uh, well, I, I think I think you're you're doing a favor there. They, they look they've looked well, they've been, okay. They've been opportunistic. Is that a better yeah. way to say opportunistic? Yeah. They've they've made some plays on defense. They've created a few turnovers, and I think that's giving us a false impression of them. I'm rooting so hard for Arizona in this game because I think it's fun. So so much for my East Coast bias, but I'm going <laughs> to pick the Bills in this game. I am. I'll take the Bills. Trade up Bills. in against the spread. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, okay. baby. I'm taking them. Uh, give me the Bills to uh, up. I guess maybe this is my upset special of the week. We'll find out. Uh, but uh, I'll take the over on this one as well. I do, I do think this one will go over the 56, even though it's a very high number. I think it will will hit it there. Denver at Las Vegas. Vegas Raiders are favored by four and a half. The number is 50 and a half. Um, I'll start with this one. I'll take the Raiders to win this game, but I'll take Denver to cover. That fourth quarter, Drew Locke, is just something that I think everyone's got to pay attention to and how these games are getting closer for them at the end. 
And honestly, like, I'm just not impressed. Even though Vegas has got a winning record, they're still yet to really impress me. And I just feel like Denver's just going to hang around because it's what Denver does. They grind out clock and then they try to score a bunch of points at the end. And that's going to make this one probably a, a backdoor cover in the end. And I don't think people are going to be happy about it at all. I, it's probably a game where Las Vegas looks like they're winning for three quarters. And then the fourth quarter, they go, oh, no. And then they end up winning. Uh, the number is 50 and a half. I will go over in this game uh, just because anything that's close to 49 or something like that, it's just it's nowadays <laughs> it's just more of an over. So that's the way I'm going to go, which I think is very different from you. You are way more confident in the Raiders than I am. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm way more confident. I, this is not I a just game said I, it. So you don't I, have to is, say it. This I is not a game it. I would I bet. It. This okay. is not a game I would bet. I'll say that. But I am going to take Vegas, and it's because I hate the fact that it takes three quarters for Drew Locke to get going. You know one of these games, he's just not going to show up at all. And – one of these games is going to show up in the first quarter and they're going to blow someone out. Could it be this game? It could be on either front. So Drew Locke has just shown no consistency at all so far. So I cannot trust him. So for that reason, I'm going to take the Raiders and I'm going to take the under because if Drew Locke doesn't have it going, Denver's not going to score a bunch of points. Uh, both running backs have been banged up between Lindsey and Gordon a little bit. Uh, you know, no, no, nothing serious, but bumps and bruises and things like that. And that offense is very young. No offense, young Jerry Judy's a rookie. Their number one wideout, KJ Hamler's probably their second best receiver, and he's a rookie too. So they're just too young and inconsistent for me to bet on. So give me Vegas, give me the under. All right, Los Angeles Chargers at Miami Dolphins. Miami's two and a half point favorites at home. The number is forty eight and a half. Uh, give me your thoughts on this one. I mean, in a close game, how the hell could anybody bet on the Chargers? You can't. You can't you on can't. the road, Nola. It's not that it, yeah. not that not that home and road matters as much this year, except well, for the travel I think aspect. Cross That's country it. might, you know, the, the, tra the travel might, uh, because it is all the way across the country, going from Vegas to Miami. So I'm going to take the Dolphins in this game. I, I think Tua gets going a little bit. Obviously, it hurts to not have uh, Preston Williams or. Uh, any semblance of a running game at all, but that just means Tua is going to have to throw more, and I think that's what he does best. So, uh, give me Miami uh, straight up and against the spread. Uh, so I'll lay the two and a half points, and I'll go over on this one because the Chargers can score; they just can't pull out a win. Is what <laughs> that is clearly evident. This is only the third game we agree on. I I'm in lockstep with you. Give me Miami with that defense and Tua and the over. Um, yeah, I, I just. Uh, Chargers got to learn how to win games, which is weird because Anthony Lynn is such a, I think a very good football coach and a, um, I don't know. He just seems like he has all the intangibles, but there's something about this team that just doesn't finish. And I don't know why, because it seems like a really detail oriented, good coach. And it just, it's a little surprising to me. This the next one I, line is bad. And, and yeah. they're there. They seem to get, uh, they seem to have so many issues on defense, not only with injuries, but I don't know if you saw last week, Kenneth Murray, who has he wears the mic? He has the green dot for them. Mm -hmm. Got benched. They said it was communication issues. He's a rookie running their defense for the first time and everything, but he whiffed on a couple plays last week and he got sat. So uh, yeah. I just don't have a lot of confidence in the Chargers right now. Yeah, I can understand that. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh obviously favored in this one, six and a half. It's funny because I would think that that would be a bigger number. And yeah, but they're not sure if Ben is going to play, not well, only because of his COVID stuff. But also, right. he, he apparently hurt both knees. Uh, when, oh when yeah, he, he was he not down, looking good so. in that game. The number of the the over under is forty five and a half on this one. Um, 
I got to say right now, I would actually lock in the six and a half with Pittsburgh. If it starts to get bigger, I would like the Cincinnati side. That's kind of that, that. That's my feeling on this one. But right now I do think, I think this is actually going to be a tight game, but the Pittsburgh Steelers will eventually pull away from it, but it would not shock me to see Cincinnati come out right away and get up on this team. Uh, just would not shock me at all. I'll the, I'll take the over, but I'm not confident in it. Um, because of Pittsburgh's defense, but I think Pittsburgh is a little worn out. They've had, you know, a couple of really big games and, and I know like, Oh, the Dallas Cowboys aren't any good, but at the same point, this is Dallas Cowboys. You get up to play the Dallas Cowboys. I don't care who who's on the other side of it, especially when you're going to Dallas, it's a national team. It's a national game. It's a big deal. I feel like this has let down Lurton all over for the Steelers. I do think they will in the second half rally and come back in this one. But in, in terms of respect for, what Cincinnati's been able to do. They put up points against good defenses like Indianapolis. So I can't see why they can't put some good points up here in Pittsburgh and, you know, make a lot of Steelers fans a little worried about the future. <laughs> you know, can you <laughs> see Joe Burrow out there slinging the ball? You go, oh man, I don't want to see this for the next 10 years. Yeah. So, uh, uh, okay. So you're taking Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm taking Pittsburgh, straight up. Pittsburgh, and the over. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take Pittsburgh to win straight up, but I'm going to take the Bengals. I mean, wow. look, this is. Uh, Bengals have been playing better. They've been playing much, much better. And this is kind of what I've been waiting to see from Zach Taylor. Um, uh, look, uh, if, if th- there's also a lot of questions here still. I mean, is Ben going to play? Is Mason Rudolph going to play? If Mason Rudolph plays, I think I might take the Bengals straight up. I, I, am, I have no confidence after watching half a season of Mason Rudolph last year in his ability to lead this team. I mean, you'd expect him to get better and better every year so maybe i'm not giving him enough credit but i watched him enough next uh, no, last no, year you know, i'm not betting on. on him no 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 you're 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 spot on um, um and let me tell you something if if roethlisberger's knees do go in the wrong direction here and and he's just breaking down physically this is gonna crush the pittsburgh steelers i mean because this yeah. they can't win with mason rudolph they already proved that last year it's it's well this, the, the nice thing is is that they're eight no so uh and uh you know that they're not too many wins away from a playoff spot. I'd say probably two uh, away from a playoff spot at this point. So uh, they they don't have to win many to to get to the playoffs, and then maybe Ben would be back at that point if there is a serious thing going on with his knees. But I, I think this is this your standard Ben procedure. Uh, it's about week eight. You see him grab at his elbow all the time. Now he's grabbing at his knees. He's always a drama queen, you know, and, and always a little bit banged up. So uh, I'm not surprised by that, but Cincinnati's been playing too well to just let Pittsburgh come in and steamroll them. So I'm going to take Cincinnati, but I am going to take the over in this game because I think it, it's going to take a bunch of points to to beat either team in this game. So give me uh, give me the over in this one, uh, but I will take the Bengals against the spread. All right, next on the docket here, we got the New Orleans Saints, nine and a half point favorites over the San Francisco 49ers. It looks like Mostert's probably coming back for this game. Uh, I think 40. he's not coming back. I, I thought, thought they I just thought they said that. Let, let me double check. Okay. Like I said, as as we're you know recording this, we're still a little early here on these things. So keep an eye on all these things as we go. But he um, Mostert ruled out. Oh, he is officially out. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So Mostert is officially out for this game. Um, look, this should be a New Orleans smash game. They should build yeah. on everything that happened. But I've seen enough New Orleans defense <laughs> to know that it's not always as easy as that. And that's that's where I struggle. If San Francisco was healthy, this is a whole different game. They're just not. I struggle with this nine and a half. I would run away from it. But for right now, I will take New Orleans. I'll take them to cover. 
and I will take the over in this game too. Just you know, like New Orleans should roll now. You got Michael Thomas back. You're at home in that dome. You take advantage of the lack of elements. You take advantage of San Francisco being depleted, you know, and I think you just kind of roll with this. That being said, I'm not confident about it. I got to be honest. Yeah, I'm lockstep with you, even though uh, I, I feel like I'm a little more confident than you. I, I mean, I just said I don't like laying big lines like the uh, the Green Bay game, but I'm going to lie this one. It, it's uh, just San Francisco's too beat up, and uh, they're just – they're not what they were last year. This is the ultimate. This is the worst Super Bowl hangover I, I think I've seen. Uh, Dude, I talk about it every year and everybody year. Oh, it's so stupid. Everybody laughs at me. You know what? Every year, by the time we get to this point, they all go, yeah, you're right. It's quite a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a real thing because it is. It's yeah. just it. I mean, yeah. and, and we have to understand it. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a big and look, and if Michael Thomas, you know, ends up being questioned, well, like, like if, if he's not 100% healthy, that changes the dynamic of this game quite a bit too. You know, it does, I, but I think I would still take the Saints because the Niners don't have their best running back. They don't have their best quarterback. They don't have their best receiving option. I know, option. but like as good as uh, New Orleans looks against Tampa they this year, it's, pass it's rusher. They look against most other teams, and that's, that's why New Orleans is a very difficult team to bet. Uh, so no, but when New Orleans is clicking, and they clicked last week, they did. they're – almost nobody can beat him. They can, they can definitely like, no one would be shocked if Drew Brees brought the saints to the super bowl again. And that's what, that's what they're doing right now. They're on that hot streak. So uh, I think, I think it's easy to take them against a banged up Niners team. Next on the list here, we got Seattle at the Rams. Rams are two point favorites. Uh, 55 and a half is the number. I don't care what this number was. I'm taking the over in this one. Right. I'm sure you are too. <laughs> uh, so where do you think this one's going to lay here? Do the Rams kind of, win this game and get back into the real conversation of the thick of this division, or is this the final get right game here for Seattle after losing? Let's be honest. Seattle lost their last two road games. They have struggled on the road. Well, this is uh this is the worst game of the week to pick. And I would absolutely not put any money on this one because we've seen the Rams look dominant at times. And then we've seen them lose games. They should be crushing in sometimes. So I don't know which Rams team we're getting here, but I will say that when you give a Sean McVay offense uh, time to throw the ball, they generally come through. So I'm going to take the Rams against this horrific Seattle defense that we've seen. Uh, They're at home here. Um, And and yeah, the over is maybe the easiest pick of the week. Uh, Yes, over over is absolutely easy. I'll take Seattle. I'm going to go the other side of this. We're going to differ again here. I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks. I think Seattle recognizes how much they need this game. Not that the Rams don't. I know the Rams are coming off a bye, but Seattle needs this game. I think there's a little bit more desperation there, and I think the number tells you a little bit too. Usually you're at home, you get that three as a base, right? Well, it's two. So the confidence level is not really there. So if I'm going to notice that, then I'm going to go all the way to the Seattle side. And I'm going to to just go all the way. The Rams lost right before their bye week, right? Yeah, they lost to the Dolphins. Don't you remember? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. The so offensive that, that, line fell apart, and the the and Jared Goff was on his back most of the day. But but that's the thing is going into the bye week, losing that game. Now you get a bunch of angry practices uh, for for that week and stuff. You get uh, Sean McVay saying, "How could we? How could we?" you know give up 96 yards of passing and still lose this game well guess and what so, they're gonna learn real hard russell wilson when they give up 324 <laughs> yards passing they can lose that way too yeah they're uh, the how many yards did Jared goff throw for in this uh, look I, I might be wrong here you might be right 
I'm gonna live and die with Seattle over the Rams because I no just, no I no. But but how many yards does Jared Goff throw for in this game? Oh, he's gonna throw for two seventy. I think you're low. I think I, I might three be low. bills you know, easy. It's probably, it's probably three bills easy. We just you're saw right, Josh Allen, who looked lost for a month, throw yeah, up four bills. I just I him. have no faith in the Rams. I just I don't. They just this is a game they should win. Seattle's lost two games in a row on the road. Seattle's starting to you know have some questions creeping in there. And this is exactly why everybody, the smart bet is probably the Rams, but I'm going to be the not smart guy again, and I'm going to take Seattle, and we'll see what happens. So this will be another fun one for us to watch. Baltimore at New England, Sunday Night Football. Baltimore is a seven-point favorite in this one. 43 and a half is the number. I'll make this easy. Baltimore, Baltimore. <laughs> And uh, I'll take the over because I think even for that, it's a little low. Like that's a 43 in 2020 is just low. I'm sorry. Like it's going to get over that probably, I think. I mean, when New England is out there barely beating the Jets, you know just how bad it, it's going for them. So I'm I'm locked at Baltimore, Baltimore and the over. I think they get most of the points towards this over in this game. Uh, the Patriots are a mess right now. So. Um, I, I don't think Cam Newton's going to last more than a year. Uh, they, they got to, they, they are going to be looking for a quarterback hard this off season because going from, <laughs> yes, going from Brady to anybody is rough, but, uh, it ain't working right now. No, it's definitely not working right now. And, um, look, that's why I wanted to lose to the jets. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to change my tune on this. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the under in this new England game under. You yeah, just don't you know think what? they can score any points? No, I've looked at my board and I've had an over in every single game except Green Bay. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to have to, I got to have another under here somewhere. That's more what it is. I'm just looking at the board. It's just like, look, I, I just think all these lines are kind of underneath where they should be right now. But this one, I just, this is going to be ugly. This is good. And you know why? Because Baltimore's offense isn't playing well either. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, I, and I think we have to take that into account too. So I'm going to take Baltimore, Baltimore in the under. I'm going to change my tune on this one. Bogman takes Baltimore, Baltimore in the over, but I don't know. I mean, this is like 2017 maybe or something like that. I don't know. It's just not <laughs> gross. <laughs> All right. Uh, Minnesota, Chicago, Monday night football, Minnesota, two and a half point favorites on the road. I think they should be favorites at this point in time. Everybody knows I'm writing the Minnesota story. So I got to be consistent with that. Right. So I'm going to take Minnesota in this one. Yeah, they're going to win this football game. Chicago's a disaster, a hot mess. Uh, I'll take the over in this one, too, because uh, why not? Because because I, I did take my second under. So I'm going to be all overs for today, which is going to be wacky. But look, I mean, some some weeks this is what it is. Um, how about you? You think uh, Minnesota rolls the Bears here? Uh, yeah, look, I, I really want to pick the bears just to upset you because you're writing this Minnesota story, but he, here's a stat. Every I'll week you're going to keep winning and every week uh, you're going to hate me. It's going to, I read glorious. on PFF. What do you think? What do you think the percentage odds of the Vikings making the playoffs are right now? Uh, I don't know. 17%. 20. Yeah. Okay. It's not much higher than that. So it's not good. Like if, if they, you know, if hey, they hey, make hey, the Bob, playoffs, if, this is going to be a me. huge call from you. If, if they if they beat the Bears, uh, you know what's going to be next week? Twenty five. Uh, yeah, fifty fifty <laughs> probably. But yeah, the uh, look the bear the Bears are reeling, and I want to bet on them because that defense is so good. Uh, but I mean, I'm just not going to. I, I got to take Minnesota. I'm going to take the under in this game because I, you know if we get 
a less than a hundred percent, you know, and I'm not talking injury wise or anything, but just less than what Kirk cousins can give, then we usually don't get anything. And we know we're not getting anything from Foles at all. Uh, this Bears offense is rough. They're probably going to be missing David Montgomery this week. It seems like as of now, he still has a chance to play, but obviously concussion protocol. I mean, he gets the extra day because it's on Monday. So maybe that's going to help him out. But I, I am not excited uh, for this game at all whatsoever. It's going to be a snoozer. Uh, it is going to go under and I'm going to take the Vikings in this game because the Bears can't do anything right now. No, fair enough there. All right, it's that time again, boys and girls. It's time for the upset special. Scott Bogman and I are each going to pick a game for an upset, and hopefully we are correct. So, Scott Bogman, it is to you, my friend, here, and we always come to you courtesy of the Line Star app right here on the Pre-Snap Podcast. So, tell me some Bogs. What's the upset this week for you? I only have one straight out upset, and that is the Washington football team over the Detroit Lions. Detroit has not looked good. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Washington has looked good because they haven't. But I think with an extra week of Alex Smith working with the ones and everything, they can get this right and they can be good enough. Their defense specifically can be good enough to beat the Detroit Lions. So, uh, and, and maybe Stafford might not play too. So we'll see about that, but give me Washington for my upset special this week. Well, obviously for me, it's the Seattle Seahawks. I'm sorry. Everything is right. The Rams are the smart pick. They're the smart money. But this is football, and right now, I know everything is pointing to the Rams should win this game, coming off the pie, Seattle's defense, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the day, I don't trust the Rams. I will put my faith in Russell Wilson to find a way to win this football game, and I do anticipate DK Metcalf making somebody look silly, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey. So there you have it. Seattle is my pick for the upset special. Make sure you follow us over on Twitter at Star App and Star NFL, and subscribe to the pre-snap podcast wherever you get your podcast and you can follow Bogman and myself on the Twitter machine as well at Joe Pizzapia 17 at Bogman sports. And that'll do it for us. Have a great weekend of football. Everybody have some fun, play some DFS, throw some wagers out there and enjoy a football Sunday and Monday from us over here at line star. We'll see you next time. Kids. There's nothing left to do now except don't say You've been listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a rating, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.